office probing assignment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this week we have wait, a new. Can I say? Oh, can I say? Yes. Can we say what happened though? We, me and Brian, actually, where I think Mark um, Ryan's on tour somewhere. Yeah. Ryan I and was... I went and saw his band play over the weekend. Yes. I saw. I saw Marked his band men. play the night before that. Well. We're not interested in your story as much as ours. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot oh, cooler. Oh, I'm sorry. That Please tell it. me about the band that I saw the night before you guys saw them. Well, we saw the good night. We saw the yeah. night that they played all the good songs. Yeah, you saw like the hey, let's get the shit out of our system yeah. before we oh, go. Saw, you saw their first practice. <laughs> we right. saw their perfected. I see. <laughs> they have such disdain for Denton. They only <laughs> booked that show. Just to fuck it up, just yep. to do a real, a real wow. bad job. They were they were really good that night. They sounded really good too. Yeah, they sounded better in Austin. <laughs> sounded even better. Weird, so weird week, venue. Oh, oh wait, sorry. Okay. No, no, no. Go ahead, go on. Because Mark is touring. Check our social media, and I'll post. Mark is touring some other places uh, this summer and fall, I believe. Right. And it's it is well. I mean, of course, he's our pal, but. Yeah. Aside from that, it is certainly a a check it off your list show. If you have not seen, yeah. seen in a long time. They're always good. I, all Mark's projects are really good, but the Marked Men, you're really missing something. I don't know that they're all good. I think one oh, of them kind of yeah. kinda sucks. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to I don't want to say which one though. But one of them is just terrible. I'll <laughs> say it. I'll say it. I think I think that his band screwdriver is not even good. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! No. Oh shit! Mark Ryan oh, is signing in. Did there we say is. his name three times? Speak of the devil. I take it back. Hmm? He's not on tour at this very second. That's right. That's not why he wasn't here. <laughs> He's probably I thought maybe you're maybe that maybe you were playing somewhere in I don't know Grand Rapids, Mexico City, or yeah. I wish Chicago, I guess... Illinois. I guess right now he's writing more songs about his hatred of the IRA, right? Mike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. He picked up on that, huh? Yeah. Well, see, <laughs> yeah. I love I love that you're reinforcing. Something. Yeah, you don't even know what you're reinforcing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're gonna really mm -hmm. enjoy listening to this in the editing room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so this week we have a news story. A true crime bonus oh. story for our Patreon listeners. And Mike has a new story for us and get to know your podcast. Oh, I do. Oh. Yeah, you do. Yeah, actually, I do. Oh, I do. Does. Uh, and, and we yes. brought up Denton already. And let's just say that maybe this story has something to do with Denton. Ooh. Ooh. Get ready, Denton Record Chronicle. You're about to get yours. Yeah. yeah, you know what I call it? The I call it the Denton Wretched Chronicle. Because all they do is fake news. Because <laughs> all they do is fucking yeah. fake news. Mm -hmm. Liberal ass newspaper talking <laughs> about how Denton Independent Hamburger is really independent when it's not. Yeah. How could there be two of them? No, there's only one now. Well, we know the truth. It's George Soros backed. <laughs> yep. It's the Soros funded Denton Independent Hamburger Company. <laughs> and those fries for for the listener, the uh -huh. fries, not that good. Damn, overrated but the, but unlimited. fries. Unlimited. Well, well unlimited Serve garbage yourself. is still garbage. Yeah, who wants that? Yeah, garbage man. Mm -hmm. 
The old, the old Denton Independent Hamburger. You go in and they had uh, the Weekly World News cut out on every in every booth, and you could just read Weekly World News stories. Mm. That boy. So our first story comes to us from Indy 100, which is part of the Ooh, UK's man. independent newspaper. And Mike, you'll be you'll be excited oh, here. Oh wait, are, wait, are they? And they they are associated with the uh, hamburger company out of Denton, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Yes, the the uh, UK's Denton Independent Hamburger newspaper. Yeah, that's well, where that's, this information all came from. Well, if you remember, Mike, that's why yeah. they stopped doing the Weekly World News is because they sold out to the English paper, and now it's just all <laughs> the Indy One Hundred, and that's why they the whole tie in the cross branding, cross merchandising, it's bullshit. That's what the Denton Record Chronicle doesn't want you to know. This is the kind of thing that makes me not want to live anymore. <laughs> So last month, an 82... Well, that kind of ties into this story, actually. Last month, an 82-year-old man in India was urinating next to some railroad tracks when something tragic and unexpected happened. Now, before you ask... This train guy, his dick got ran over by a train. No, that's not what happened. But before you ask, or I guess Mike already said it, he was not hit by an oncoming train. But unfortunately for the man, a nearby cow was hit by a train traveling 100 miles or 160 kilometers per hour on a nearby set of tracks. Well, how was that? How did the cow, did the cow run that fast? No, the, the cow was standing on the tracks and got hit cows by the train. can't run that fast. Now, if it was a cheetah, I'd say, well, that's believable. But cows, nah. The cow was then launched into the air and traveled 100 feet or 30.5 meters before it struck the man, killing him dead. Apparently, these sorts of incidents aren't even rare in India, with one railway minister saying collisions between cattle and trains are unavoidable and that this was kept in mind when these trains were designed. Nevertheless, another person near the man narrowly escaped the horrific incident, but there has been no reporting on the cow that was hit by the train and launched 100 feet in the air, which one left one internet commenter asking, quote, is the cow okay? It says it fell on a man and killed him, but nothing about the life status of the cow. Hmm. I guess we'll never know. Well, not unless one of us gets over there and finds out. I'm sorry. I was just, I, I immediately, and, and maybe it's because this has been something we've all been talking a lot about for the past uh-huh. two or three months. Is there any chance that this is, and if they're saying this happens all the time, is this just a new way that the thuggy cult is mm. hiding their victims? Mm-hmm. The, the 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 cult from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Well, they were featured. They're in re- featured there, but yeah. yes, the Kali worshiping cult of the thuggy. Well, they, also they made no... famous in the movie Gunga Din. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, big big eaters yeah, that, of chilled mm-hmm. monkey brains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so I, my thought in on reading this story was that maybe Phoenix had a cousin that lived in India that wore a cow costume and then pretended to get hit by trains and then fly through the air and smash into people. Hmm. Uh, That's uh, possible. uh. (laughs) What? That seems ridiculous. The guy was taking a piss when this happened. Yeah. He was peeing on or next to the train tracks. Why'd you believe this story? Did you say that it, that his dick got knocked off when the cow hit him? Uh, it uh, it did not mention the condition of the man's penis, nor did it mention the condition of the cow that clearly died from this. 
is there a chance that when the cow got hit and it was flinging towards the man that it it was going head first and it had its mouth opened <laughs> and that the mouth collided with the man's dick and that I, the man's dick had and that he had like a what they call a piss boner and it went in <laughs> no there's no chance there's a chance though <laughs> There's got to be a chance that that's what happened. That's not how statistics work at all. Oh, I'm almost 50. <laughs> I love that halfway through that story, you got that image in your head. And you're just... <laughs> the cow was screaming. <laughs> and the man was pissing and had, his, had it out. Uh-huh. And it, you just saw that cow's mouth coming straight for. He was just frozen in terror as a cow flew. Yeah. A hundred feet directly, <laughs> and the and actually it was the fear that caused him to suddenly get an erection. No, that'll happen. Yeah. Now let me ask how you many, this: How many? Wait, how many fear erections do you get? Oh man! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it'll turn your pubic hair white. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, that's what happened the first time I saw Mothman. First time. Now we're getting somewhere. Now is this? Is this death technically a bestiality event? Only if it happened the way that you said that it happened, which is not how it happened. Does it say that it didn't happen that way? Yeah. It, I don't think they needed to say it. Did. I think if it happened that way, they would mention it. It'd have to be like... Those are the details oftentimes, especially Indy 100. You know, it's more of a, a an upscale publication, hence their tie-in with the hamburger company. Oh, yeah. Interesting hamburger cow story. Whoa. But those, yeah, those are the kind of stories that, you know, they don't they don't put those facts in because it's upsetting to the reader. But it's also, uh, yeah. I mean, look, it's the first thing Mike thought of. I mean, it's kind of common <laughs> sense when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's it just makes sense. That's probably, I mean, it just makes sense. That's right, probably what happened. Well, the cow would be facing away from the train well, because yeah. uh, how yeah. else would the cow get hit? Uh, he's not well, looking, and the yeah. guy's watching the cow, worried uh-huh. about the cow, but he's pissing, so he's not running. So he's frozen, right. watching. As the train comes closer and closer, he gets more and more scared, creating the fear boner. Yeah. And then the cow <laughs> flies to 100 feet, screaming. Yeah, and the cow's going to scream. If you're a cow and you get hit by a, a, a train, you're going to yes. go, ah! <laughs> With your big mouth wide open. Yeah. That's the second panel of Super Cow. Super Cow Ted Knight's character that he draws in Too Close for Comfort. Oh my God! It's the second, it's the second panel. Oh my yeah. God! Yeah, it's it by the train. Yeah, it's the one. Man. Our next story is a bonus story. Oh, oh. oh, 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 oh. It's about a man. Bonus. It's almost. The call of the Loveland Frog. <laughs> I just want to let the listener know that Mike did that on there were no there were no audio effects on that. That was all uh, Mike Weeby. There might end up being some audio effects. <laughs> we'll, we'll just have to see. So, when I did it, there weren't. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you want to listen to this, go to our Patreon and subscribe at at least the three dollar level. That's the mm-hmm. Knights of Kevin level, and you get access mm-hmm. to this and all of our other bonus stories. Uh, this one is about a man who is apparently incredibly virile. Something my co-hosts. Huh. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I don't know about this man's virility. I don't even know who he is. Yeah, that's. There's probably a ton of people whose virility I don't know about it's... because I've never met him. Right. 
That's, that's I, did, how I, I, did, I did know a guy who got killed by a cow. That was in the story we just told. You didn't know that guy. No, I, I knew of, of a guy that got killed by a cow. Uh, and he had the cow's mouth went under uh-huh. his penis. That's not how that happened at all. Isn't it, though? So I think it's time for Get to Know Your Podcast. God damn. Oh, that was quick. That's exciting. All right. Well, listen, guys, we already talked about Denton a little bit. Uh, and, and here Now, where is that again? It's a, it's a North Texas place. Have you guys ever... Oh, wait, I live there. Have you ever heard of a place... No, our listeners Have you ever over. heard of the a place of the Golden Triangle. in Denton mm-hmm. called Old Alton Bridge? Ooh. Uh, you Goatman's Bridge? Goatman's Bridge. Oh, sorry. A... A site of true evil and twisted, twisted stories. Uh, so there's this bridge in Denton, right? And uh, if you uh-huh. go there, and if you go and honk, you will see the red glowing eyes of a demon. Sometimes you'll see the red glowing eyes of a man holding two goat's heads. Hence the title, The Goat Man's Bridge. Um, it's a well-known do- ghost story about this spot called Old Alton Bridge. And uh, uh-huh. the reason that they claim it haunted, haunted, <laughs> is that, uh, you see, there was this guy who like was a goat farmer. His name was Oscar uh-huh. Washburn, African-American fella. This is in the 1930s. And uh, he, he would put up a sign on old Art Alton Bridge that said, this way to the goat man, because people would drive all over for him. But he started to get kind of success, oh, okay. uh, getting you know some money, success, and it infuriated a bunch of the local Ku Klux Klan members who, I don't know if you've heard of these guys, a bunch of stupid uh, dipshits, these Ku Klux Klan mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, do you think the international listener knows that that's a real thing, or do they think it's just movie? Uh, I wonder, you know. And it's weird uh-huh. to like know that there are the descendants of that fucking those shit balls still around, running around. I mean, I guess right. they have oh, yeah. that in other countries too, just a different version of it. But on a dark, stormy night in the 1930s, a lynch mob of cluxers stormed Washburn's shack and dragged this screaming goat man to their noose waiting on the bridge, tightened the rope around his neck, and mercilessly flung him over the side. Ooh. But then when a bunch of the, the Ku Klux Klan guys, they went, they, they went around to see, because you know, they, they tried to hang him over the, the mm-hmm. bridge there, and then when they went down there, it was just an inexplicably empty noose. Like the noose hadn't broken. Oh, wow. But uh, they were still mad because they thought he was out there. So they went and just killed his whole family. So people have been seeing weird shit down there ever since. There's been all kinds of sightings of different things. It's said to be haunted. Uh, have you guys ever been to the Goatman's Bridge? I am raising my hand. I, yes, I, Brian. Mark is I see Mark. Mark oh, Colomew's hand is up. Kevin. I believe I have as well. I don't really remember. Did you have any experiences mm-hmm. at all there? I think mine was during the day. Did you pe- right. did you piss off of it? Bridge? I mean, I I pissed my pants, but, you know, I still had them on. Did you Brian or did you Mark have any supernatural experiences? My my experience probably involved cheap fortified mm. wine. Is my <laughs> guess. Boons. Boons. 
Boons, that's right. Little, yeah, I think little, I, I. What is it? Strawberry Hill is the. Yeah. Ooh, Strawberry Hill. Mm-hmm. They still make that? Mm-hmm. No. Oh. Better Mad Dog. D twenty twenty. Yeah, I went a couple of times at night. Probably one time with you, Brian. Even. Uh, Mark, did you ever? Did you ever go there? I did, but I don't recall anything happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I believe, it was at yeah. night though. Isn't I, it kind of? Isn't it kind of off State School Road or kind of yeah, out it's that like way? Copper's Canyon into. For the listener, these are roads in yeah. Texas that you have no idea where they are. But one runs along uh, the state school. There's probably haunted. A lot too. of people have seen these, these crazy things there. Uh-huh. Like what? Well, just these demonic eyes and goats and a weird. Uh-huh. Uh, there's even there's even a YouTube site where some people see this like orange mist that flows out of nowhere Ooh. and kind of sits for a while and moves. But I remember there was a lot of discussion growing up in Denton about Goatman's Bridge. Goatman's Bridge was the, the uh-huh. urban site of the urban legend of of our town. You know, every town has an urban legend. But I don't know. Brian used to tell me about an urban legend where you were from. And do you remember telling us about the goat fucker? Who, me? Yeah. You used to always talk about the goat fucker of Mansfield, Texas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That there was a guy yeah, that you would walk by and they would say, "There's that's where the goat fucker lives. That was the story. But I know that this is my, technically my get to know your podcast, but you could you fill us in about the goat fucker? I, I don't... I know that there was a house associated with a goat person. Uh-huh. I don't recall him being known as f- a person who fucked the goats. I mean, I guess he fucked goats, maybe. On the way to Arlington on old roads that... So for the listener, a lot of roads in Texas make 90-degree uh, turns because they follow fence lines. So if you're out on a back road, you kind of got to pay attention. They'll just kind of look like they stop. And you're making a short turn. It's always hard to see very far ahead of you. You got to be careful on those roads. Uh, and this was one of those roads out Mansfield way. And it was a back way to get to um, God, that part of like where little road hits 287 in Arlington. Again, for the listener, I, I apologize. We're describing places Mansfield, a, a town <laughs> now has gotten kind of fancy, but used to be home of the world famous cowbell rodeo South of Dallas, I Fort recommend Worth. anyone listening to this, the, the not from North central Texas, get out your Google earth and just go ahead and explore <laughs> explore all the area. So if you pass Jailborn Elementary listener on your on your Google map and let me know if there's still solar panels mm-hmm. on top of it and you're heading west on the road that fronts Jailborn, there's going to be a neighborhood at the end of that Jeez, road. Before you hit that neighborhood, make a left. Follow that road all the way to uh-huh. the end and make another right. Okay. And that's going to be that's farmland, right? Or it okay. was many, many years ago, farmland. Uh and classic Texas farmland with fence posts set that are just, you know, uh-huh. branches set in the ground, wound with barbed wire, three strands about waist high. There's probably some catfish heads on every third or fourth one. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but people do that. Um, and there's going to be a barn on that land. Okay. And in that barn, the word was a man fucked goats and hid a bunch of money. There's so It's yeah. always part of those, oh, wow. those stories too, right? There was a whole bunch of gold buried somewhere on that land. And that's, I think, looking for the gold is how people came across the person having his way with goats. And I was told that there was a hill and that at certain times of the year, there'd be a full moon that would sort of like rest right on top of the hill. And you could see the silhouette of a man with a goat in front of him walk up and just undulate it up and down. Now, I was trying to find some more information on the goat fucker. 
Uh, and I, I didn't really find too much uh, about that. It, but there, I did find about this guy named Harry Johnson, which is pretty funny for his name to be Harry Johnson. That's he was, this was right, in Texarkana. Right, yeah. an, office, an officer was called Oop. to the block of East 24th Street on Monday where he found a man engaging what appeared to be intercourse with a horse. Oh no. And then the officer mm-hmm. says, I recognize it. That's old Harry Johnson. You know how he could, you know how he reckon, you know how he recognized it was Harry Johnson. He was from his Harry Johnson. Oh. So then Harry Johnson, uh, he tried to pull up his pants and run, uh-huh. but he only made it a little farther as you, as you would, because yeah. he didn't get his pants all the way pulled up and he started penguin walking and fell. <laughs> and they caught him and he was charged with bestiality and Ugh. and fleeing and i feel like he's probably going to lead with the fleeing when anybody in his family asks him <laughs> what, he, what he got charged with right right i'm i'm sure there will be a a strong push to plead yes. the one and not the other that's i wonder what will happen hey so Going back okay. to Goatman's Bridge, and this is this is this ties a little bit into something I don't think you've done to get to know your podcast on yet, Mike. But you need to. Have we? Have you talked a lot about that's incredible? Well, you did when you talked about progerian. Oh Kedge, yeah, right? we need to get. I need to get more information on. Let me write that down. Actually, that'll be the next one. So, and that's incredible. You used to have uh, ghost stories, and there was. I think it was San. A lot of towns have the story of the. If you stop a vehicle and then you go home and you dust for prints, you look at the back of the vehicle, you'll see like little handprints because that's where a bunch of kids died and they're trying to save vehicles and push them off the road, which is really kind of a hopeful story. It's still a little eerie, but I think Goatman's Bridge is, it's kind of like that every town square has that Civil War statue that some huckster sold to every town square and it's all the same statue. It's just a generic Right. Well, but I mean, I think the Union soldier looks exactly yeah. the same up north. I think it's just one statue people bought, you know, it's like a, the monorail salesman. But I think <laughs> that like everybody has, every county has a story that's kind of like, that's kind of like uh-huh. Goatman's Bridge, right? I mean, that's where you, and didn't like you would stop, like you weren't supposed to stop on the bridge. Y'all have been to Goatman's Bridge. Did you ever do anything other than just drive over it or stop and get wasted near it? I remember getting under the bridge, and there was a lot of satanic sort of stuff oh, yeah. written down there, but I'm pretty sure it was, like, things that said, like, Satan rules, but Satan was spelled S-A-T-I-N. <laughs> it is. It's a it very comfortable rule. fabric. Do you remember the mouse hole in Denton? Like, now I'm just thinking of, like, Denton things. What was the mouse hole? It might have been out in Crumb, but the mouse hole. You, Mark, did you ever go? Marcus, have you ever been to the mouse hole? It's a road, another one of those, like, little barely two lane roads mm-hmm. it was paved years ago and again it may not be there anymore but it was it went under an old rail track so the railroad was a bridge over this road but it was bermed on each side it was a lot of soil and then it was just stacked stone in an arch it was a really long arch it was just one of those places that you could just kind of drive out to and you know nobody went out there but except they must have because the inside of it was just covered with insane amounts of graffiti and and similarly things that when you're a kid seem sinister but are probably just you know somebody yeah. who was three years older than you who had read 
more D&D books than <laughs> or you. somebody who just had some time to kill after after fingering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was all that was going to happen that night was a finger and some dry rub. And so, well, you know, since we're down here, mm-hmm. and let me just write something that I read in the lyrics to a crocus song. <laughs> Did y'all ever contribute to the mass graffitification of a place like that? Did you ever decide that you were going to pay it forward for other kids to find something weird like that? Like, did you ever crawl in like a, a drainage tunnel mm. somewhere and like write just know. something real cryptic that maybe somebody was going to find someday? I'm sure I did, but I don't know what it would have been. I've got a crime that I I would like to talk about that I committed. Yeah. Um, and okay. I've been trying to track it down. And maybe somebody can help figure. I maybe have talked about this in the show. One time... I feel like it was the night that they had a sword and sorcery uh, marathon on Showtime uh-huh. or HBO. Ooh, and it's a good night. But that may have been a different time. But I rode my okay. bike down to a certain elementary school, and they were doing construction at the certain elementary school. I don't think I can get in trouble for this. It's, this is like the statute <laughs> of limitations is long since been. Well, how old were you? I was in the fourth grade. Yeah, you're not going to okay. get in trouble. Well, they were they were they had all these like building materials, right? And they were making portables. You know the little ceiling tiles that the little kind of white with like little black cracks yeah. in them that are in every generic office building. Just the little office tiles. Right. There was like acoustic tiles. There was like hundreds of those setting outside, and me and a friend. Uh, we set one up and we just like hold one. And we realized like if you punched it, your hand would go right through it, which is is fun. It was fun. Mm -hmm. And it was, I would do it right now. And then you could karate chop it. And then you could karate chop two, three, maybe too much. And then we started breaking them over each other's backs, a la Mm -hmm. professional wrestling style. Then we started setting them up and driving (laughs) bikes through them. How many can you drive your bikes through? You know, how many can you do two hands and put two hands directly through them? And I just remember having one of the the most, some of the most fun I've ever had. And then at one point, simultaneously, we both stopped and looked around at what looked like Paris during the Blitz. (laughs) Just broken fragments of building materials everywhere. Big pieces, small pieces, Uh everything strewn Uh about. Uh And it occurred to both of us at that second, hey, could we get in trouble for this? (laughs) And then we said, I think we could get in trouble for this. And then we like, ah, and then we rode our bikes home as quickly as possible. And then halfway through the house, a black cat ran across the road. So we decided that we needed to drive in a different direction and drove back that way around. Smart. Smart. Because we never got caught. But I remember the next week at school that somebody, the principal came over the intercom and said, we know about the damage that occurred outside and we know who, who was responsible. We need them to come forward but we know who was responsible. And in my head, 
they said that the, the boys responsible did. In my head, I'm seeing the number $6,000, which at the time, <laughs> which at the time in 1981 money is, I don't even know how much, like $13,000, if not more. Right. Yeah, and not back then. And no, that's also like, but the idea, like, I mean, any, anything more than like $10 was the most money in the world, you know? I remember my friend walking past me later and whispering to me something to the effect of, don't ever talk about this again. And we never, like, I, me and him never talked about it. We never even, we really, I was really scared. And then just that weird thing of like, nothing happened. So, like three or four days later, I just like kind of forgot about it. And it's just something that like occurs to me every once in a while. It's so crazy that that didn't drive me in. I think it was like just such a big deal. And I knew that it was such a big deal that my mind just like shut it down because I wouldn't have like handled that very well right. if I just thought about that all the time. You didn't have a, a crime and punishment, just slow slide into madness as you contemplated <laughs> The horrible thing you had done. There was yeah. no raven that entered my house. There was no. There was no heart beating below the below mm. the floorboards. I've tried looking this up. This this crime up. Like I think I know what grade it was. It was also. I want to. I want to say like it was the most fun I've ever had. Like I've never had that much fun ever since. Even even now. No, even like, now it's not. Now. It's not. There's no joy in life. Mm -hmm. Like the wanton, just jubilant destruction of things. That's that's my that's gonna be my new sort of like <laughs> self help guru thing. It's called it's called destruction therapy. I just, oh yeah. I just teach you to get in touch with your inner child and just just break stuff. You know. You ever throw one of those uh, fluorescent tube lights? Oh, like that's a javelin at something. Yeah, that's oh, a good one. Isn't a good... It? Explode. Mark, 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 have you done that? Surely. Did they teach you about destruction therapy in psychology school? <laughs> no, but um, I, 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 I would agree. I enjoy yeah. breaking things. I have seen Mark in the middle of a show, run off stage, grab a baseball bat, grab a sledgehammer, and start smashing a car. And by car, you happen. mean watermelon? No, I mean a, a, a car. It was sanctioned. It was at a, 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 a Halloween place ah. like a haunted house place and they had an area where you could go over there and just they give them some money and you just can smash up the car it was great that's awesome <laughs> i was in a big fighting tournament and once i made it about halfway through <laughs> the finals there was kind of a little side thing where they just timed me how bad i could destroy a car i I'm pretty sure that's just the street no, fighter it was, game. It was a, I mean, well, I guess it was a game. I guess you'd call it a game. It was a competition. Right. I call it more well, of a I mean, competition they, than a game. They had to base it on something. Were you, was your name Chun Li? No, my name is Mike Weeby. Was it M Bison? No, it's Mike Weeby, and it always has been. Except when it's not. So that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Find us across social media, International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com when you claim the reward for the $6,000 worth of vandalism committed in Denton back in 1984, be sure to tell them it was Mike Weeby of International News Service. Check out the NS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon, and don't forget to check out our subreddit at r slash INSpod. We'll see you next week. I like them burgers! I like them burgers! I like them burgers! I like them burgers!
Hadouken! You with perfect. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.